0: Hello and welcome to the IQ Insignium Quarterly Audible. For your convenience, here is an engaging reading of one of our most popular articles. Crisis has no playbook. How MetLife EVP and Head of Global Technology and Operations, Bill Pappas, harnesses the magic of talent to ensure unrivaled service amid global upheaval. Seated behind the desk of his Manhattan office, Bill Pappas gently adjusts his eyeglass frames during a brief moment of quiet self-reflection before carefully choosing how to contextualize the past 36 months of his professional life. Crisis management, when done well, can be very addictive, says Mr. Pappas, head of global technology and operations at MetLife, one of the largest global providers of insurance, annuities, and employee benefit programs with more than 90 million customers in over 40 markets. This is not abstract hyperbole. Mr. Pappas innately understands the hallmarks of effective crisis leadership, having joined the New York-based firm just a few months prior to the onset of a global COVID-19 pandemic. I was brand new into my role when we made a decision to transition 98% of MetLife's employees to work fully virtually in just a matter of days, says Mr. Poppas. In doing so, he and his team had the monumental task of ensuring tens of thousands of employees could continue to offer the highest levels of customer service just as the proverbial sky was falling all around them. I'm proud to say that from a MetLife perspective, we remain constant for our customers, says Mr. Poppas, Noting that despite the massive disruption fueled by the pandemic, the company actually exceeded its previous customer and associate satisfaction scores during this time period. Now, three years after crossing the Rubicon, Mr. Pappas is shepherding another impossible journey, a shift toward a new normal. Behind him stand... Tens of thousands of employees and contractors who are all responsible for technology development, infrastructure information and cybersecurity, data strategy, customer service, and much more. What does normalcy really mean? Mr. Pappas asks rhetorically. Because there is no going back to a pre-pandemic state, and there is no playbook for charting a new path forward. Fortunately for Mr. Pappas, his internal compass always seems to point true north. It's my belief that when an organization like MetLife must pivot and adjust, we should also adjust our decision-making processes, management routines, communication styles, and frequency with both frontline employees and senior leaders, says Mr. Pappas, referring to the internal sea chain transpiring not just at MetLife, but also within tens of thousands of other large organizations around the world who are all trying to read the tea leaves. Yet, for Mr. Pappas, the way forward does not necessarily require Throwing the baby out with the bathwater, since many of the lessons learned over the course of the pandemic are eerily adaptable within our new normal. During a crisis, you must align on the singular goal you seek to achieve and then streamline your decision making processes to act quickly and effectively in order to bring agility and innovation to your business, says Mr. Pappas, who believes such a formula can be adapted to maintain relevance with customers and achieve a competitive edge within the marketplace. To de-escalate away from crisis mode toward a more stable environment, we should start by determining what should stay fixed on our radar screens, he says. Then, like anything else in life, we can determine when and where to adjust our attention. Learning to Lead When Mr. Pappas joined MetLife in 2019, his adeptness at crisis leadership was but one of the many arrows in his quiver. Prior to joining the insurance giant, Mr. Pappas served as the head of operations for the consumer, small business, wealth management, and private banking businesses at Bank of America. In his role, Mr. Pappas directed a team of more than 40,000 employees to deliver integrated services and operations solutions to approximately 63 million consumers and clients. He also served as chief information officer for global wholesale banking technology and operations at Bank of America, as well as head of Capital Markets Middle East Office and Operations. Seen as a hands-on leader with a penchant for consistently putting the customer first, Mr. Pappas was named one of Bank, System, and Technology's Elite Eight for being a chief information officer who embraced change and innovation to achieve a competitive distinction. Yet, when asked to expand on his early career success, Mr. Pappas is quick to give credit to the leaders who inspired and shaped his leadership philosophy of when I look back, I was extremely fortunate to work with three of the most powerful women in banking. Barbara DeSower, former CEO of Citibank, Kathy Besant, vice chair at Bank of America, and Margaret Keane, former CEO and current executive chair of Synchrony Financial, cites Mr. Pappas, who exemplifies the leadership qualities he absorbed from his tenure with this distinguished group. The first lesson I learned was how to lead with confidence amid disruption, which was taught to me by Kathy Besant during the financial crisis of 2008 says Mr. Pappas, She said to me, I trust you, I trust you, we'll figure it out. Says Mr. Pappas, that was the most powerful thing I could hear, not because somebody was solving a problem for me, but because our people and our leaders trusted that we would do the right thing so long as we cared about the customer and our associates. As he notes, trust and empathy are critical for leading during a crisis, especially when there lacks a precedent. Much like the COVID-19 pandemic, the financial crisis did not come with a playbook for when to adapt or pivot, says Mr. Pappas. But I always say the risk of trying is failing, yet simply doing nothing is by far a greater, more malignant risk. As a former member of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York's Payment Risk Committee, Mr. Pappas keenly understands the nature of risk, as well as how to mitigate its impact, especially during times of upheaval. When other leaders ask how they can prepare an organization to adapt and pivot, I often tell them to learn how to receive bad news well, says Mr. Pappas, in reference to many difficult internal discussions regarding how to improve processes and capabilities during a period of extreme market compression, the likes many had never experienced early in the pandemic. In order to learn from bad news and mistakes, as well as guide others through uncertain times, we must cultivate an environment built on radical trust and empathy in order to instill the confidence leaders need to execute with excellence when the deck seems stacked against them. Fortunately, Mr. Pappas had perhaps the best mentor for inspiring confidence that a leader could hope for in the late Jack Welch. Legendary former chairman and CEO of General Electric. Jack once told me that my job was always to be a manager of human resources, which is a simple phrase that I've reflected on time and again throughout my career, recalls Mr. Pappas. Under Welch's tutelage, Mr. Pappas cemented his view that an organization's associates are their greatest assets— And leaders must ensure that they understand them. You must have a passion for people, says Mr. Pappas, whose eyes light up when he begins extolling the virtues of catalyzing talent. If you have the right people from the front line to executive leadership, everything else will come to fruition. For Mr. Pappas, Welch's guidance underscored the need to develop human resource skills as a core competency within his own leadership repertoire in order to attract, retain, and develop a deep leadership bench within an organization, something not always synonymous with the financial and technology sectors. I grew up in finance, technology, and operation, but I knew I needed to learn how to create a culture where people could be able to succeed regardless of their function or role, says Mr. Pappas, who notes that inclusiveness is key so that everyone can achieve their respective career aspirations. I will never forget Jack's statement, he says. Today, I believe I have a people-first mentality. You need the right people first, and then solutions will come. For Mr. Pappas, the spark lit by Jack Welch's mentorship evolved into a unique perspective on how to unleash the magic of talent within an organization, which he attributes to powerful alignment around a shared purpose. In fact, Mr. Pappas says what drew him to MetLife was the vision of the company's CEO, Michelle A. Kalaf. At MetLife, we are a purpose-driven company, and our purpose is to put our customers at the center of everything we do. The focus is what defines Michelle, and as a result, defines MetLife. He looks beyond industry boundaries. He's authentic and emotionally connected, principled with an unparalleled sense of commitment for our customers and employees. No matter where you sit in MetLife, his passion for the customer aligns us all to a common goal. Additionally, Mr. Pappas says your employees must be brand advocates to serve customers the way they deserve to be served. He says unleashing the magic of talent manifests itself in his multifaceted approach of nurturing a culture of innovation, creativity, and growth, as well as providing employees with the right tools, resources, and support to excel, which is foundational to his success as a leader of people who work in vastly different disciplines. Yet, for Mr. Pappas, leadership begets leadership. I wake up every day and the first thing that comes to mind is to connect with the leaders inside our organization who I depend on to shepherd their respective disciplines. Says Mr. Pappas, no singular person can lead 50,000 people effectively by themselves alone. So as a leader, I must always remain intellectually curious, ask questions, defer judgment, and ensure that I have context from the leaders I count on. Also important, says Mr. Pompas, is the ability to find common ground with a colleague, irrespective of their specific role. Regardless of where you sit in a particular discipline, our enterprise-wide charter is to understand how our actions impact our customers, which is foundational to our shared success. Within MetLife, the idea of coalescing around customer care was central to the formation of Together Possible, a core cultural tenant that posits that people are the most powerful force multiplier within an organization. According to the company, catalyzing the magic of talent requires leadership engagement and accountability throughout their global operations with a commitment to creating equity throughout the workforce. This entails establishing a set of expectations, setting clear goals and objectives, and communicating them throughout the enterprise, which Mr. Pappas uses is actually a way to take layers out of an organization, but you must communicate more authentically than you ever have before. The challenge, says Mr. Pappas, is upskilling at scale, which requires identifying skill gaps, developing training modules, investing in technology, as well as peer-to-peer learning opportunities, and measuring the effectiveness of an employee's progress to ensure improvements can be made Where necessary, unique experiences, perspectives, and voices that collectively make the company stronger and more inclusive. Per the company's 2030 DEI commitments, MetLife is addressing the needs of the underserved and underrepresented through a mix of investments, products, and services, and community efforts. Each commitment is anchored to the company's business strategy and informed by the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. The financial components of these commitments will total more than $2.5 billion by 2030. Mr. Pappas says the concept and execution behind Altogether Possible ensures customers remain at the center, which emboldens everyone within the organization to stay grounded to their shared vision. Creating a positive and inclusive workplace culture, investing in employee training and development, providing opportunities for career advancement, and fostering a culture of innovation has been key to unleashing the magic of talent within MetLife. Yet, Mr. Pappas is quick to point out leaders must be just as invested as their direct reports. In order to ingrain these principles throughout an enterprise, leaders must live by example, says Mr. Pappas, who says a do-what-I-say-not-as-I-do mentality will sabotage a leader's and an organization's ability to realize their aspirations. To be effective, people must see that you're just as engaged and willing to put in the work which provides leaders with the needed credibility to develop teams, to be hyper-focused on the goal at hand. Did you do good today? When asked what advice he might offer to other executives wrestling with the myriad of challenges in our current business landscape, Mr. Pappas doesn't hesitate in responding, I've learned the only person who can truly define you is you, says Mr. Pappas, who says he spent a great deal of his 20s and 30s thinking he needed to be someone else versus creating the person and leader he sought to be. For many, the sky is the limit. But first, you need to figure out who you are in order to be able to define who you want to be, he says. Mr. Pappas, a self proclaimed believer in the mantra that fear is temporary but regret lasts forever, says, I love change management because I am comfortable operating in an environment with calculated risk, which has been a common thread throughout the course of his career. Reflecting back on said career, which is far from over, Mr. Pappas believes his legacy will be defined by the way he treated others and made them feel. For me, I will always go back to a quote from Maya Angelou I've learned that people will forget what you say said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. At the end of the day, Mr. Pops says, I can talk more about all the exciting transformational work being done day in and day out, but I believe far more people will remember how I made them feel during our interactions and whether or not MetLife made them feel like they belong to something bigger. From his vantage point, Mr. Pappas believes that MetLife's employees are not just with the firm due to its strong reputation, but instead because MetLife is a powerful platform to serve customers, colleagues, shareholders, and the communities in which they live. I have an 86-year-old mother, and when I was a child, she would say, before you go to bed, think about whether or not you did good today, says Mr. Pappas. Sometimes life doesn't have to be much more complex than that. Doing good doesn't mean that everyone will always agree about everything. But quite simply, when you go to bed, you know that you did your best and you know that you did good. Over 30 years ago, Insignia pioneered the field of organizational transformation and is a trusted partner to senior executives of the world's best-run companies. For more IQ Audibles please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice. To continue the conversation, contact us at iqaudible at insignium.com.